Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to a brand new director spotlight here on the penny bloom podcast today we begin our journey into david fincher now this is our briefest spotlight yet tied with greta gerwig here we are only doing two david fincher movies in anticipation of the killer for its netflix release here in a couple weeks however I'm I'm so very excited. I'm so very excited. And today we begin with Fight Club, released on October 15th, 1999. It is based on the novel by Chuck Palahniuk, and the screenplay is by Jim Oles. It is directed by David Fincher. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And what a what a flick we've got on the docket today, Fight Club, Ooh. man. This is a classic. This is one that, yeah. you know, whenever you ask someone what their favorite movie is and they say Fight Club, you go, come on now, get creative a little bit. You know, like, uh, but True. you can't blame them. You but can't yeah, blame them. They're an, it's not a bad choice. It's an all-around movie. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of weird to, to think it's a movie about as old as I, you know, older mm-hmm. than I, about a year. 24 years ago, almost we we got it to the month actually um maybe yes. not um when this is coming maybe is it still october no, no it's november. technically november 1st it's um, november 1st okay. baby um but uh that's that's crazy and uh apparently the the author um chuck i think you said it much more beautifully than i can palin yuck thank you um that's my best guess the movie is actually an improvement to his book um which is kind of nuts it's rare it's rare i'd say i'd say that i can i can probably believe that in this one this this one just works i don't know visually it's really cool to have this dude no that book moment would be kind of nuts like can you imagine you're the one having to imagine this right. separate not it's it's done for us on on the movie you know, for right. the movie with two different humans. But if you're reading the book, you're doing it yourself. And yeah. then when you're sitting down in the hotel room talking to yourself, you realize that it's only one person and yeah. two people there the whole time. That'd be kind of, that'd be crazy. Kind of gnarly. In book form. But um, not to take away from the movie because the movie was also fucking fantastic. Dude. Um, yeah, oh my god. It's one of those movies that uh I uh I watched years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously uh I appreciated it a, a few years back and then uh I got to watch it again just a couple months ago after I think it was after you stated it in your top 100. So mm-hmm. probably only about a month ago, a month and a half ago. Um 
I was like, you know what? I need to give Fight Club a rewatch because at that time we weren't planning on doing Fincher. We had a few other plans. We may be doing Ridley Scott. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I wasn't too, and Villanueva was still on the docket because Dune 2 wasn't delayed yet. But yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and watch Fight Club. You know, I'm not, we're not going to cover it anytime soon. Might as well give it a look. But, uh, so we, uh, I watched about a month and a half ago, loved it. Watched it just a couple nights ago and just, mm. I'm, I'm amazed that it's, this is one of those movies you feel weird about liking because of the people who typically love this movie. And it's, it's a little Wolf of Wall Street, a little Scarface in that way. I see. Because there are a lot of people who get the wrong, <laughs> the wrong thing yeah. out of this movie. Um, mm. I would say, you know, for me, film is a subjective medium. Take from it what you will. Uh, but morally, I think there is a wrong way to take this. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Tyler is right, and I'm in. Um, <laughs> I am starting my own fight. Cl- no, I'm kidding. No, I, I think, I like. I was, I was kind of thinking that while watching, um, as well, being like, man, like Tyler is making a little bit of sense here, you know. And I can see how someone can absolutely take this and just be like, oh, well, he, what he's doing is 100% okay. Oh yeah, no, like there's a. It's like he has these nuggets of wisdom mm-hmm. sprinkled into a just giant pile of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he literally becomes everything he sought out to destroy. You know, he, he was like the franchises and the, you know, the, the going national and controlling, controlling everything. And, you know, he's using that method to tear that stuff down. But he's still using that method. You know, literally, uh, Ed Norton says at one point in the movie, he'd been setting up franchises. You couldn't go to a major city in the United States without this finding a fight true. club. You know, this is true. Uh, they were even corporate sponsored. Um, yes. By his own job, just because, I mean, what a fucking setup there. That's inc- incredible. Just that one little scene there. Um, of him I, that, until up. the end of the movie that was my favorite scene oh, man. Uh, because that line he delivers where he's like for some reason I was reminded of my first fight with Tyler hmm. he literally says that line wow. and the reason he's reminded of his first fight with Tyler is because this is exactly what he did during it's his first fight with Tyler dude. Yeah, he's good at it like, and, and like the first times or like the first time I watched this movie I didn't see the twist coming you know I'm I'm thinking they're different people the whole time uh, I guess maybe it's up in the air, but not really. I don't think on the first time that I'm watching, I'm thinking it's like starting to click whenever it's starting to click for, I guess, how are we going to refer to him here? Just Ed Norton and Brad Pitt or. Um... Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, I, I would call, I'm a call Tyler. Uh, Brad Pitt is Tyler Durden. I'm yeah. probably just going to refer to Ed Norton as Ed Norton. <laughs> He doesn't get a name until he's revealed as Tyler Durden, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, Tyler Durden is everything that Tyler Durden wants Tyler Durden to be, you know? So. Well, like, and that's what's also interesting is does he have an actual different name, you know, because at the beginning of the movie, he's putting on all these different aliases, but he's going to all these different places and has all these different names because he uh-huh. can't have any overlap Ooh. or anything. So I'm curious if Tyler Durden is his actual name or Ooh. he assumed that identity once he began. Uh, wonder if his boss ever says it. 
That'd probably be the realest human. I don't think his boss ever says a name. I don't think his boss ever says a name, but, uh, dang. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a gnarly movie, man. And I think that for, you know, there are a lot of movies that have these major twists where the entire movie is predicated on getting to that. And once you get to that, it's like, ah, oh, this was all worth it. I think this movie's kind of worth it without that twist. Regardless, this twist is dude. just a little bit of a, like, literally, you could do a whole thing where Brad Pitt does exist. Tyler Durden is a guy that actually is there. And then he, he bitches out and can't keep going with what he's doing, you know, and then they fight and that could be the end of the movie and that could be cool. You know, like, uh, but to to add that layer to it just makes it all the better and all the more oh. enjoyable because there are so many moments throughout the movie that uh, just really, really, uh, you know, I, I remember when we were talking Shutter Island a few weeks back. They don't do a lot of the tip in the cap and like, oh, you go back and rewatch it and you're like, oh, how did I not know? I'm yeah. watching it. I was watching it with Emily the other night and uh, she she has never heard. She has no idea what the twist in Fight Club is, which blows Ooh. my fucking mind. Um, wow. She unfortunately fell asleep about 45 minutes in, so we still have to finish Ooh. the movie. But yeah. she's even asking, like, she's she's asking a little bit of a question every once in a while that's like, you know, if you, if you think a little further about it, it's a little weird. Like that scene whenever uh, she, uh, Marla calls, and he picks up, and then you get the, like, fading of them having sex that night and it's like the weird cgi versions of mm -hmm. them going to town and then the next morning he's sitting in the kitchen and she comes out and he's like what the fuck are you doing here and emily goes oh he doesn't why doesn't he remember yeah wow you know, so she's like uh, wow. yeah she, she's like why doesn't he remember that she he had sex with her uh so like it's just a and it, because she's not thinking oh. that deep into it She's not thinking there's some, like, she's never, she doesn't even know there's a fucking twist in Fight Club. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. I think they show that animated kind of sex scene before the morning, right? Or yeah. like, yeah, it's like Ed Norton. They frame it as like a dream that he phone. had. Yeah, Ed Norton puts down the phone. That's right. It happens. And he goes, you won't believe this crazy dream I had. To Mar or to yeah, yeah to Marla. Marla's the first one to come downstairs because yeah, Brad Pitt only enters whenever Marla's he, gone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So wow, yeah, that's right. Probably on first watch, that is probably the first tell of like well, you probably just think well no, yeah, no, because it might be like, because he's like, What the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, Fuck you and then she leaves, yeah. you know, and uh -huh. you're like the first time you watch that, if you have no idea what's going on, you're like, what the fuck was that interaction? Yeah, you know, like, is it just shoes? It's like, I mean, according to that CGI scene that we saw, seemed to be one of the greatest fucking experiences of all time. And, yes. you know, she just walks downstairs to the kitchen and, go, you know, and all she hears, why the fuck are you in my house? You know, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Can you imagine, like, like, just on a dime someone flipping on you like that that hell marla has to deal with the whole lot here no marla marla's my favorite character of the movie i love uh, helena bonham carter as marla singer i love the uh yes. the introduction of the character itself is already outstanding the fact that she's doing the same thing that ed norton is doing 
why is she always this like uh this care i don't know this character is kind of common for her not gonna lie in harry potter she's kind of this like not as freaky obviously but as freaky as harry potter can get she's like mm-hmm. she's on Voldemort's no she's, side she's different it. man she's got a different vibe yeah. and i think that every director when you it's kind of magnetic she's got this thing about her that's like all right yeah let's let's roll with that yeah, you know because uh she's also in lame Mids. Willy Wonka uh, in the Chocolate Factory. Small role. She's the mom. She kind of just has this look still. I mean, they're just poor in that movie, so that's kind of just sad. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very weird that she's... Yeah, like, she's also in Les Miserables, and she's basically the same character, but in don't 18, early don't 1800s France. Don't tell me. What's going on here? Maybe... There is something deeper. We we thought Tyler Durden was the main character of this movie. They're trying to tell us that Marla Singer is the main character of the whole fucking world. Yeah, and right. She's doing little little hints to try to try to let us know what's going on. No, nah, man, she's no, uh, no, nah, she's he's, she's just one hundred percent my favorite character simply like because that. she, you know, she's 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 been through some shit, and you can tell, you know, uh. I've been fucked mm. like that since grade school. The shit that came out oh. of this girl's mouth, oh. you would not believe. Uh, but yeah, wow. I have yeah, a, no, I, have I just, I just loved, I loved everything about it. Loved the character design. There's one shot that I considered very early on. It's kind of the introductory shot where she's smoking the cigarette, and the smoke is just slowly oozing out of her mouth and going upwards, and she's got Ooh. the sunglasses on. Yeah, that's, that's uh, right. very, very cool. Um, but the way she sticks by Ed Norton through all the shit and, you know, that indicates to me that she hasn't been in the healthiest of relationships if she's willing, if she's down to ride for this and stuff. But, uh, Mm -hmm. and this is certainly not a healthy relationship to get into, but it seems like we're at the beginning of something that could be good by the end of the movie. To be fair, they did meet at support groups. For people in which that they had no business being with, um, that's how they met. Going to they were that's what they were addicted to. They got they got like off. It was that the idea that Ed Norton like he got off on this, or that he could just sleep if he let out a good cry. So it was like the only way. No, it was just so that he could sleep, man. Like I don't think I don't think he was getting. Wasn't a weird thing. Uh, it was just. Okay. I mean, it's a weird thing, but it's not a sexual thing. I, there was uh, one line in there that, like, I think he was hugging Bob, and he was like, "This one makes me." It, it was like a a dick joke, something about how he was like wasn't. It was like a some rubber chub. I don't know something like that, like half chub. I don't know. Yeah, but not not. It was he didn't say chub. I just forgot what he said. No, I know what you're uh, talking about. I know what you're. And talking I'm like, about. wait a minute, is that the idea here? Like, is that the idea that that it's such a euphoric experience that he cries nuts and then goes home and sleeps? And I'm like, wow, yeah, this dude is just actually insane. You know, like starting from the very get go, that's that's all this dude does all day, every day, and then he bargains them off with Marla like they're fucking like draft picks and on a fantasy football you team. can't get the whole brain you know like i loved i loved that, that was- you can have both the parasites whatever you know um but i'm taking you know oh oh ooh, that was another line contender there um he was like i think testicular cancer is a no-brainer here or a no contest here she yeah. goes 
technically, I think I deserve it more than you do. You still I actually have don't balls. have my balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I was like, ooh, man. No, that was no, that was that's a weird part of the movie to like uh, to think that that's like where it starts. Um, no, yeah, it's a it, it is a bizarre it's a bizarre little situation there, especially with Bob with the quote unquote bitch tits. Yep. Uh, starting there and then going back even further. Love Meatloaf is Bob. His name's Robert Paulson. You know, I know what it is. In death, yes, a member of Project Mayhem regains his name. <laughs> uh, his name is Robert Paulson. Paulson. His uh, name is Robert Paulson. What the fuck is Jared Leto doing in here, though? You know. Yep. Always around. Always somewhere. What? What Love seeing him get his fucking shit rocked. That's great. You're, that's honestly f- fair enough. Um, I didn't think about it that way. Next time I watch it, I can't wait to, to yeah, see. Yeah, Ed Norton movie. almost beats him to death, and that's pretty that's great. The, that's the only fight in the entire Fight Club that got everyone to be like, "Oh fuck!" Like, holy shit, dude! But they couldn't do anything because that's the leader. You know, they're like, "Well, that's how the boss got to do it." You know, yeah, right? I guess maybe that's how we're doing things now. You know, maybe they thought, um, I don't know, things were evolving, but no, I, man, Jared Leto, that's that's going to be the new face of Tron when that comes out. God damn it. I'm so, if that's to be true. I'm 100% willing to bet that whatever they've got in mind for Tron 3 won't happen. Um, I hope it's axed, if anything. I'd rather not have it. I'd um, be willing to bet it's already been axed. Like, I don't know, but. Unless they got Daft Punk to sign back on, that's the only way. Then there's nothing worth it. Nah, Jared, uh, Jared Leto. He, uh, I, I appreciate that his role in this is so minimal that it's hardly anything. And then when he is there, he gets his shit absolutely kicked in. Um, and yeah, what a has- what an experience that that character had to have had, uh, because you know Tyler Durden is Ed Norton. So whenever he's like his best friend and stuff, and he's like, he's like putting his head to his head and he's like, yeah, man, you do this. He's like his second in command. He's like, all right, dope. And then he absolutely nearly beats him to death. What do you even do then? You know, like, uh, you're dealing with someone you don't understand. You can never let him know your next move. You know, that's what Tyler, that's what Tyler's on. Uh, He can't even let himself make the next move. Um, yeah, it's, uh, incredible with the fat from what's it called like the the whatever surgery from humans it's it's human fat coming from blood or whatever like Mm -hmm. what um yeah liposuction it's literally remove like it's a thinning surgery it's literally removing fat from your body how how? The part where it like gets snagged on the barbed wire and he's like trying to catch it with his hands, fucking disgusting. Uh uh-uh. uh. Smart with the rug though. The rug throw yes. over the barbed wire to climb over. Yeah. That's like yeah. that's pretty smart. You learn a couple things in this. I don't know if it's true, but if you mix gasoline and frozen orange juice concentrate, you get a ma- homemade what bomb? I don't know. There's no way. Like there's no yeah. way, right? Like there's no shot. That that could actually make something explode. Like I mean, gasoline, you light that up. Yeah, but, like, is he saying that it's, like, self-exploding? You know, like, you just mix this shit up, boom. Like, it just goes. Uh, I, I didn't take it said, that way. I think you still like, have to ignite it. Like, you still need a wick and, okay. like, a... Oh, frozen orange juice concentrate. So it's, like, it's, like... 
you get tubes of frozen orange juice and you just like soak it in gasoline. Yeah. And that wow, is that that might actually work. That's that might be scary. a thing. That's yeah, no, it's scary. A, well, and that's um, what like the way that Tyler explains it. He's like, you could take all, you could make bombs out of almost anything in your fucking home. Uh, fucking horrendous, dude. Uh, there's there's a couple things in this movie that you know there there's a there's a through line there with the anti-establishment sort of thing that Tyler's got going on specifically in the beginning. Uh, that you know you can. You can kind of get behind. The dude's got a magnetic personality. He's, he, he starts with having decent points. And then once you get so wrapped up in it, it becomes, it, it gets to a point where people should have taken a step back and gone, you know what? Maybe this isn't, uh, maybe this isn't what it was all cracked up to be. Um, mm. yeah, it's yeah I, uh, I, Brad Pitt as Tyler Durden is pretty, pretty fucking electric though. Oh. My God, dude. And and the fact that he just got, like, the dopest outfits as well. Marla? Marla comes in with a couple couple sick outfits. But Tyler, I mean, he's just consistent through it all. Um, I'm, I don't know, a little, I guess, sneak. sneak I'm glad you, you actually set him uh, for, for costume design. Because mm, I didn't yes. realize, and I was focusing on it during this watch and i'm like oh my god like incredible costume design past just the red jacket i mean like oh yeah the different glasses he has every now and then mm-hmm. are the little killer. the little uh you know like cloak he shows up in the fur cloak that he shows up oh, in at the end um mm-hmm. his whole yeah, thing yeah. when he like takes it off and he you know he does the thing where he like winds up ready to fight and it's yeah, so like, over it's the top and ridiculous man. that it's like oh. this person could never oh. actually be real I have um, a line. I have a line from there. I have a shit ton of Tyler Durden lines. Uh, he got my character and performance because I'm like, oh my god, I, I don't know. I was, I was taken back this watch. I'm like, man, Brad Pitt is like this. Is, I, I mean, I don't think I have a a more favorite performance out of Brad Pitt than this. Yeah, um, it's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. And and I feel like I'm falling into that camp, you know, of like. Man, Patrick Bateman, that's my fucking guy. I, I want my life to be just like you know. I don't know. I feel like I'm falling into that camp a little bit, but um, no, nah, I he fucking is ripped as hell. He can like the whenever Lou, the actual owner of the bar that they were fighting in the basement of, came down. He's like, oh, you know, the typical mob boss character. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's at home with broken ribs. I own the I own the place. Who says you can use the basement? Whatever you know, and and he's like, I think you should join our club. Uh, and he just lets him beat the shit out of him, and he's laughing while he does it. Please, just, please let yeah, us keep the- <laughs> just so that he can bleed enough. Like he he doesn't give a fuck that he's getting beat up this much. He mm-hmm. he does it all the time. Like this is like nothing to him. So like he he just knows that he needs to bleed enough to get in this dude's face to bleed all over him and just go crazy and just be like, "You'll let us keep using this for free. Right. Thank you very much. Goodbye." Um, no, that's it's like I don't know. Part of me like doesn't believe the performance is even real because of the twist at the end sometimes. But then I got to realize like Brad Pitt had to do that the whole time. Like yeah, he actually yeah. did that. It's not, it's not fake. Like he, well, and it's also, I, I appreciate the way that, uh, they never tip their hand too hard as to 
him not actually being there, a lot of characters actually speak to Tyler. They actually speak to Brad Pitt, you know, yeah. because it's in those moments that Ed Norton isn't actually there. He's in the spot that Tyler's in. So it's like a, it's a bizarre little thing there where whenever Tyler's around, if he's the one being talked to it, there, it's very rare that that's not the case actually yeah. in this movie. The only time Ed Norton gets spoke to particularly is with Marla. And the only other time that he really gets spoken to is whenever he's going like, what the fuck is this guys? The first question, the first thing of project ma'am is to not ask questions, sir. Uh, Oh, I mean, imagine being in the backseat of the car whenever they're having that argument in the front seat. How does that work? Who's talking? It, which one? Which voice is he just hearing? Is he saying both of their dialogue? You know, Tyler like Dirt is in the driver's seat, and Ed Norton's in the passenger seat. Fuck it, maybe that maybe that's why they crashed. You know, like straight right. up, no one's driving the car, and they just push the pedal. I don't know, like they just push the pedal down because, right, legitimately, no one was driving the car. Um, but oh that man, that's that's another th- those scenes where. Where Tyler's just kind of like breaking his spirit, you know, or like mm-hmm. what? Not not really. I don't know, but like trying to to like spit his game. Either whenever he's like putting the the chemical burn on his hand, or or this, you know, he's got to let go, man. Or like your pain, it's right here. Focus right right here, right now, you know. And it's like, and then you get to the end and you see it like replay, and he's just mm-hmm. by himself, like looking at his hand, like yeah, like it's I don't know, it's crazy. It's a I, I thought that this movie would, over time, get worse and worse because I know the twist. Um, but I don't think that's true. I, I enjoyed it far more on this watch. If if I do, I don't know. I was I was having a good time. I was like I I didn't realize how funny it was until Very this funny. watch. Well, like I mean, it's a lot of like sexually charged humor a lot of the times, or um, you know, just stupid guy humor. Um, but there's like. There's there's a few things in there like Marla has a few uh good lines um in there. And I don't know I I had a I had a really good time watching. So I mean I, I think it's it's actually kind of getting better over time for me. Um, no yeah, and I think that as you get older you can just appreciate it a little bit more. Like I know my 15-year-old ass like cuz Here's the thing is this is an extremely nihilist movie. Like it is it is incredibly nihilistic, you know. Uh Mhm. There's the, you know, you are nothing. What you do does not matter. You know, like, you mm. give yourself over to this greater entity, yeah. and that's all you all do. All the same pile of compost. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, like, uh, now, I think for the most part, it's natural for most people to have gone through a phase where this sort of ideology could have, you know, you could have gravitated towards it in a lower moment to be sure. Um, so my 15 year old ass who watched this for the first time did, does not get the motivations of any of these characters at all. You know, now I can understand how you would get sucked into that. If you do not have any strength of will, you know, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it. Their recruitment, it started at bars um late at night and you had to walk over to someone that was beating the shit out of himself uh 
to even like start it to be to get in the know of Fight Club. And then once it grew, you had to actually just walk over to act, just real people beating the shit out of each other in the street and being like, "Yeah, I'm in." Like, I got nothing else to do. I can, I can, I could probably join this. And like, what's up there? I mean, there's a lot of nine to five people that were like, there was that one dude that was like, "Can I? Can I go next? Can you know? I go next? Yeah, yeah." Um. So I mean, hey, I guess I guess there were quote unquote normal people. Yeah, in. no, it's just, uh, and that's the thing about Fight Club itself. It's just, it's just like Tyler Durden where he starts mm. by making a little sense, you know, you know, like whenever he's with Ed Norton, like at the beginning, he's like, I've never been in a fight. He's like, neither have I. I don't want to die without any scars. Let's fucking do this thing, you know, like, uh, let's just live it up. It doesn't fucking matter, you know, like there's, there is a certain raw, animal magnetism about that that is just so very masculine uh a a very the masculine urge to beat the shit out of each other is real um and see what the difference is that most people keep that in check the way that these dudes kept it in check is by uh beating the shit out of each other but like consensually they all agreed to beat the shit out of each other you know what i'm saying and like uh you know if you're going to start a little club that's fine but what you can't have is a super charismatic leader that might one day turn it into a cult um yeah you know whenever the first time ed norton catches a whiff of it being bigger than he realized um when he sees bob on the street and he's like they're like oh we thought you might have died what's up man he's like ah oh, you know i'm doing this new thing what are you up to and he's like uh he's like oh i don't go anymore you know i got this new thing uh he's like oh what is he goes well first rule is that i can't talk about it the second rule and he's like no 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 man i'm a member you know Uh, he's like i've never seen you and he's like uh i go i you you go he's like no i go tuesdays and thursdays he goes ed norton's like tuesdays and thursdays what the fuck are you talking about i go i go saturdays and bob says congratulations yeah acting like there's a league, like, you got, you got to make it to the big leagues to get to Saturdays. Like, that's, that's what I'm imagining, you know. Like, why would he say congratulations that he goes on Saturdays? Like, are you just not allowed if you're not, like, fucking part of the OG crew, I guess? Like, because also this, the implication that Bob's never seen him Tuesdays and Thursdays means that somebody else in Fight Club just started showing up Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, yeah, because who's, who's running the shit? Can't be Ed Norton. Can't be Tyler Durden. At that so point, people it is just... getting pretty big. He did need to, like, that's, that's like, uh, I guess his fault, you know, is that, like, he hates all of this corporate, you know, bullshit and everything, like, the delegation and all this stuff, but then he's, like, He's making a corporation out of what he's doing, you know? Like, he just started a little fight club, and then he needed to hire people to do it, you know, run it every single day, and, you know, and then, and then once he started, he had to write down homework assignments to hand out to people, literal work for people to do, and then it turns into so much more. He starts a literal compound, dude. This dude... Yo, here's my thing. If I had ever found myself in a position where I felt the need to go to a fight club every Saturday night, first off, I'm already not doing too well. Um, Yep, checks out. But if one day I show up and the leader of said fight club starts uh, soapboxing, he goes, I look around this room 
and I see potential. I go, brother, we are standing around fighting each other. What the yeah. fuck do you mean by that? Exactly. Uh, That's his whole point. Is that everyone else is distracted by things that we don't need. You know, this, this is, this is the real life. You know, the, mm. I think that's what he says, right? Is like, we don't, we don't, we don't have a great war. We don't have a great depression. We have a spiritual awakening. This dude is like, that's like, they're not even like fully going operation yet. This dude is telling them that we're living through a spiritual awakening. Right. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's gone cult to the max, uh, pretty early on. Um, and yeah, they're like, their first assignments are like, go smash a bunch of, uh, satellites on top of roofs and shit. And, oh, go blow up these Apple computers. Um, and everyone's just like, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, I mean, going to the fight club, that was their own decision. They weren't really getting anyone else in trouble, but now they're like, I'm, I'm willing to commit arson and actual crime um i guess they were pretty hyped up it's a yeah it's a soft you know? entry you know like that's that's yeah. what's smart about what ed norton's got them doing is he's getting oh, them to their baser animal oh instinct God. yeah yeah he hands them the assignment right after fight club mm-hmm. right when everyone's done just like fucking yeah i mean that's they are testosterone out the ass yeah. you know yeah I mean, it's it's pretty much a fifty man orgy in a basement. Pr- pretty much, like just as I guess, uh, if if you just cranked up the manly man notch to absolute max, um, and then they're like, "All right, let's." They just go out and terrorize the town, and meanwhile, the whole time, oh my god, that's why he's only there on Saturday. He has to go to the other cities, dude. Mm-hmm. He has to g- literally go and be like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm Tyler Durden, you know. I just can't imagine Ed Norton doing the things that Brad Pitt is saying, you know. Like, we see a little montage at the end of, like, him taking the place of, of Tyler uh, for a little bit and, like, you know, mm-hmm. doing some shit. But, like, that's why you needed to cast two different people because, like, Ed Norton just, I don't know. I can't love I, love the guy, but no, yeah. he's not he's not that guy. I mean, because um, yeah, there's Brad a moment did. earlier on in the movie where, and I I I originally looked at this and I was like, oh yeah, you're saying that to fucking Brad Pitt, um, where they get on the bus and it's that like underwear ad where the dude is fucking cut up and he's like, is that what a man's supposed to look like? You're saying that to Brad fucking Pitt. That's exactly what that man looks like. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. but uh. Yeah. Now I'm thinking like it's that it's that envy and jealousy that he experiences and that longing he wants to be that guy. Like he wants to look like that. Ned Norton's pretty cut up, but it's like the it's like the he's so skinny he's cut up thing, whereas Brad Pitt looks like he worked to, to get that cut up. You know what I'm saying? And there's kind of there's kind of a balance there, but um you know, he like he looks to his inner self and is like, "Oh, is that what a real man's supposed to look like?" And he's like, "Yeah." You know, like a li- a little bit of a thing there where it's a little insecure about what he's got going on. Yeah. Um, he's insecure because I mean that's what it's got to be born of is dude, he's, hating he's, yourself. Yeah, he's so insecure that he, well, he doesn't know that he's fucking Marla, but like he's so insecure that like instantly he's like, 
Yeah, no, like, whenever Brad comes into the kitchen, he's like, no, I didn't even like her, actually. No, you know, I, uh, when, uh, never, yeah, you, you got with her, wow, I can't, I can't even think about her anymore. You know, he's like, um, he was, I mean, he is, that's why he needed Tyler Durden. You know, he needed just the full confidence. He didn't really have any confidence whatsoever, unless it was Tyler Durden. Um, and man, right. that's that's so interesting. I wonder if we if that if that's like his actual name or if it's just another creation completely. Well, that's the other thing too, is that like what this another thing this movie's trying to say is that it doesn't really fucking matter. Like if he his name like the fact that his real name is never uttered by anyone is in and of itself an important little point about yeah. why he feels the need to be someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like uh I know people are eventually like, you're Tyler Durden, but is that because he just decided he was going to be Tyler Durden? You know? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I guess. Well, because he blew up his own shit, you know? That was him. He was like, yeah. I, I got to do this. So he had a night where he was like, all right, I'm flipping the switch. And he just cut out, you know? I guess literally, like, d- divided his brain. Um. So, I mean... From that moment on, yeah, maybe, maybe, that was right after he, right after Marla, right after he told Marla that they were going to split up, or whatever, right? No. He gets off the plane and goes home, and his apartment had been blown up. After the plane ride with Tyler, where he saw him sitting in the seat next to him, and he's like, that's when he meets Tyler Durden. But for his apartment to be blown up when he gets home off the plane means he's already created Tyler and it's finally presented itself to him. You know, like, uh, oh my. Yeah. It's like, there's no telling when Tyler's actually created or born. Oh shit. That's Could he have already been setting up the, the national chain of fight clubs? Yeah. Did he even set that up or was that just another one of their homework assignments? Or something, because Fight Club was already a thing. A little was it? Well, maybe not at, at that level yet. I don't know. At least at the one we're looking at, though. That's the thing. Is like, has he? Ha, how long's he been doing this for? Actually, you know, like, no, because he does buy a lot of material shit, and he wouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah, no, Tyler had to come at some point. Okay, wow, that's interesting to think about. It's like when. When Tyler's born. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it, and that's the thing is that I don't think it, it's not in this movie. I don't think it's, it's left, it's left off screen. Like it what happened. What a cool world to build, you know, to think of the aftermath of this, like, oh, yeah. Setting the debt back to zero, right? So it's everyone's debt's just gone because the banks are literally gone. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So everyone's money means actually the debt, like all, all everyone's money that's in the bank is is gone. So yeah, I mean that's that is that is a a Joker moment and a half. That's like that's a I don't know. That's like what the Riddler was trying to do, but on steroids. The Mister uh, Robot shit, fantastic show. Strongly recommend. Yeah, uh, yeah but like, uh, I feel like. And that's the thing. We only saw it in one city. This is happening in every major city across America. 
at the same time. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Like, that's actual... Maybe Stone Age. Yeah, apocalyptic shit right there that they've just created because he wanted to tear it all down. Uh, And not even consciously did he want to tear it all down, you know? Um, Wow. I... Also, I looked up if gasoline and orange juice concentrate can make a bomb. It can. Did you do it? In a, did you do it in an incognito browser by chance? It, oh, that was also a very funny part of looking it up. Is when I started to type it, the fin- the I was expecting to be like make a bomb or make whatever. In the movie, they say make napalm. That wasn't even in the Google. It was like, can it go bad? Can it go <laughs> wrong? Can it? People were trying to Google it in a way. That wasn't that wouldn't whatever. Be, yeah. But, uh, they literally had to create just a fictional explosion explosive because it's legally it is illegal to literally put that in in film and stuff like that. Like actual recipes and stuff. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. That'd be that'd be ludicrous. No, and there's I mean like because we've seen on numerous occasions what film can do to people. You know, like. Uh, there, the guy who attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan uh, confessed to watching Taxi Driver before before he did it. He was like, oh, he was no. like, yeah, this seems dope. Well, uh, no way. That's like that's what inspired him. Like that was his inspiration moment, or like he's about to do it, and he's like, well, should watch this. No, like uh, he watched he watched Taxi Driver and was like, this guy's got a fucking point, like sort of thing. Oh no. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You gotta be careful. Um. Sheesh. Yeah, because you gotta I, you gotta have any ounce of self control. Like you can't put that on a filmmaker. It's this is a little too self involved. Yeah, I think this is a way way too involved. You know, like no one's gonna do this. Like I feel like people have legitimately started to try, like, or legitimately tried to start a Fight Club. Oh like, yeah. I, I bet some of them were real for a little bit, you know. But like, I guarantee you, there are still fight clubs. Ooh, you think there are absolutely people who are getting together and beating the shit out of each other? I like. I just have. I just have very, very little doubt about that because uh, of this movie. I'd be willing to bet that this this movie started, you know, a trend in which there were a lot more of them in the early two thousands. Okay. But I, 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 like I, 1995, you know, about yeah, 95, years. you know, yeah, I'd like, be willing to bet that there are a few dudes who are getting together and beating the shit out of each other, but it's just kind of like, you know, boxing night, you know, let's have a good fucking time. Who's putting down money on who, you know, that's the thing about this too, is that like the, the ethics of what they're doing too, where he's like, no, there's no money. You know, we don't bet on anything. You know, if, uh, if a guy goes limp. It's over. If they say stop, it's over. If they tap out, it's over. Um, yeah. And you a fight will go on as long as they it has to. There's no time limit. There's no rounds. There's nothing like that. It's just you fight until one of those three things happens. Well, I guess the recruitment process is actually pretty, pretty sound because, like, the last rule or whatever is if this is your first night, you, you have, have to, fight. to fight. So if you're about it, and you get beat up, you will get beat up your first time. Because they're probably oh, yeah. putting someone else pretty good up against you, you know? Someone who's been there a couple nights, uh, probably. Maybe yeah. you got a couple newbies. Maybe a newbie versus a newbie. Your first night, you're going to get your shit rocked. And you mm-hmm. have a decision to make that night. Do I come back, 
or no. If you're a normal sane person, you're you're like, oh my god, what was the point of that? I just got the shit beat out of, you know, like, no point. But the people who do come back actually think, that was, that was fun. I, I like that feeling. You know, they're already in. Like, I feel like this is just a good way to recruit a, a very cult-like population. Um, oh, for sure. At the bar, drunk, probably down low a little bit, you know? I don't know, something's, they're at the bar. I'm not saying bars are, you know, if you're at a bar, you're instantly doing bad in life. But well, at they the bars the they're at. Bar. Yeah, they were not the nicest bar, that's for sure. Um, I think the recruitment process is pretty sound. Like, they're getting the people that they need. Um, and man, how Tyler Durden, kind of an undersung hero. Uh, hear me out here. Um, <laughs> all the IDs that were nailed on the back of a door. Do you think that was all the IDs from a fake gun that he's using? To tell someone to get their life together. And like if you Yeah, don't... no, like and that's that's another thing that you're like Hey you know, I have to, to you know, you're like that's a Hey, no bullets in the gun. You know, is this where you wanna be? Do you really wanna die right here? Like that was Tomorrow scary. morning he'll eat breakfast yeah. and it'll taste better than anything he's ever tasted in his life. Dude. I mean if that if that were me, holy shit. I'd be like, Yup. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting my shit together. Um, I'm going to fucking therapy, man. Yeah, and Ed Norton, like, played that part perfect. You know, like, I feel ill. Like, oh my god, this that's so bad. But then he's like, and then he says, like, his breakfast will give it to better him. than everything. And he was like, god damn, well, shit. No, you know, and that, and he also saw that there were no bullets in the gun um, as well. So it was all just an act. And that's the thing. He's just watching himself do that or that's an actor in the back of that convenience store and ed norton is really there that's always funny to think about is like uh seeing everything if tyler durden is not actually there and for real ed norton is the real one there um and it doesn't work on a lot of occasions because it just i don't know it's not how the how the movie works but um I don't know, I always, I always like the, like, whenever, how does he, how is he downstairs whenever he hears Tyler and Marla getting it on? You know? Like, he's I, Mentally, well, there, there's, there's a few things that are very important there. Um, there's a point when he is downstairs while they are banging, and the phone rings, and as soon as he picks it up, the sounds of them having sex stop, which means no he way. stopped having sex to go answer the phone. No um, way. So, like, uh, th- mentally, he's completely, he's not there. You know, he's completely dissociating. You know, fair enough. If this dude can completely create an image of himself as Tyler Durden, he could probably conjure up some other shit, too. You know, Marla could mm-hmm. be fake for all we know. You know, like. Right. I'm a, she's real. I'm she's real, but um, maybe. Yeah, I guess we don't get anything. Well, she gets dragged upstairs by a bunch of the goons and stuff. So unless a bunch of the goons are fake, then you know we're really reaching at that point. Oh, um, this is true. She's real. 
Yeah. Um, unless, yeah, unless all the goons are fake as well. Unless all of this is in his head and he think he accomplished this. But he yeah, actually, right. Nothing, none of this actually happened in that. Yeah, the yeah, literally, he just was beating himself up, and he was on this fucking high from being like, "Yeah, I could start something here," and then he just kept going crazier and crazier. Um, I mean, he did shoot himself in the mouth. So, it's a tough motherfucker, right there. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! What an ending to a movie! Like, yeah, that's my favorite scene, and I have like. Oh. No doubt about it. My God, like everything, it's just the movie's already nuts. It's just building and building and building. You're going from a small fight club to a little, a little bit of crime to a smiley face on the side of a building to we're farming for making explosives now. Like we are, that is our sole job. And it's like, it's just like, holy fuck. And it's, how could this, how could it get crazier? Like, what could what could happen more? And it just keeps going. Um, and man, that's whenever like uh, Brad Pitt's chilling with the you know he's I don't know Ed Norton's just sitting in the chair you know very very I don't know not looking good. Um, and then Brad's just over there chilling with the gun in his hand. He's like, oh wait a minute, you know we kind of did the the Ray and Kylo saber pass yeah right. behind the head but in his own head um they, it's actually like, just the same person no your hand no dyad necessary here that's just all him um but that, i don't know that, that was doesn't change anything won't do you any good and he's like how about if i shoot my fucking self then what about that our head and he's like okay he's like wow this is the first time you've ever done anything to challenge me literally like that's the first time in the movie that Brad Pitt has ever been challenged, like I think, like I guess, like you know, him just being like, "I wanna, I want you to tell me more," but he's like, he's never like, he never had any power at all in any situation, really. No. So, yeah, man. No, I, I, uh, I gave Brad Pitt the clean sweep for me. I, I thought it. I mean, it was he got. I he. I think he even got my shot as well. Um. Just super singular. It's it's kind of out of nowhere. It, the camera just starts going crazy, and Brad Pitt's just staring into it. It's just like oh, shaking. he's monologuing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's like at the end of him of one of his monologues. Um, and it's just he's just I don't know. It's like going through. I don't. I think he's just in, in the in the house, and it's mm-hmm. like um, but like kind of I I kind of just threw it in there because I thought it I don't know it looked really cool and just the image in my head of brad pitt just being in front of a camera and like is he shaking too or is it just the camera shake you know like i I don't know like i i was thinking if like he's doing a little acting you know as well but then he's like literally just looking right into a camera um but like i like i like that shot a lot and i think it just it really serves the purpose of showing a distinct moment for the ed norton reveal later on whenever you know because there's the same the same shot happens but it's ed norton later on in the exact same place in the exact same spot wait Um, what how did i miss that that's part of the montage um oh my god how did i miss that i literally wow are we thinking of a different shot maybe Nope, I know exactly what you're talking about, where where he is up in the camera, and it's just shaking, and he's talking directly to it. Same thing happens with Ed Norton later on in the movie when they reveal it's actually him. Wait. 
Is it like in the hotel room? Yeah, it's a part of the, it's part of the montage it, where they're showing him in all the different spots. Shit, that's a, oh shit. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a great shot. It's a, and I like the way that it's on the sides of the screen. You see like where the film yes. would shake. You know, like and that's what's really that's another he's, really cool detail of it. He's slicing himself in there, the one yeah. frame where he's like act. You know, like Brad Pitt's just in a frame for a mm-hmm. second. I think that's yeah. that's hilarious. Uh, can't do porn, I guess, you know, like, yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if that was the actual goal. Uh, but then right. like the studio was like, dude, c- c- what? No, we like, no. we can't put that in the, like, it can be rated R. Is this, this is probably rated R. It's I mean, definitely no, rated not. R. Yeah. But like, it probably, maybe that's, it bumps up to the, what? NC-17 or whatever yeah, the fuck. You, yeah. You have just real porn, you know, sliced in there. Yeah, I guess the sex that they include is all CGI as well. You know, there's like one scene where they're actually fucking, but it's not, uh, yeah, they're not actually fucking, but like, yeah, you and even them. when, when Ed Norton's just checking out if there's a lump, uh, in her breast, like, didn't even show, like, I don't know, it was just like, it was in the mirror too. Like, I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of funny is that he was standing like behind her to like kind of like show that he was like still not wanting to look at her naked. But yeah. then there's a mirror right there that he's definitely just like staring yeah, right, right at him, you know. Uh, I thought I, I, don't know, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and like, is she just trying? Like, because man, put yourself in her shoes. Yeah, she's she tries like, to get him going a couple times, and he's like, "Nah, okay." Yeah, bye. she's just trying to get him going, and he, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Like, some nights you're just fucking a whole different person like literally like yeah i mean like i guess literally says that um yeah i guess true man just what a what a funny funny dichotomy going on there but i don't know which tyler Durden line i'm going with but man i have a i have a couple um one's very early on in the plane when they meet each other um now as a question of etiquette as i pass do i give you the ass or the crotch uh, and he gives he gives Ed Norton the ass, and then he and then gives, he gives the, the yeah, yeah the crotch he gives, gives the crotch to the fight attendant. I thought I thought that was pretty good. Um, one of his just kind of manifesto lines is uh, the things you own end up owning you. Um, mm-hmm. kind of trying to talking to Ed Norton, and then another one of his manifesto lines: "It's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything." You know, like yeah, right? It's like. I don't need to like lose it. You know, like I could still think to do the same thing that you're doing, but still be going about my normal life. You know, like it's not like it's not actually necessary, but it sounds like it makes sense when he says it. No, yeah. No, and that's the thing is he's so magnetic and charismatic in those moments that it's like 100% like this man is a cult leader. Like that is what he is, he is born to do. You know, like that is what this entity he's created is there for is because he is he's saying shit that makes sense you know it it does make sense and you can follow it and if you are in a shitty place where you are you are hating the world and you're hating life this gives you purpose and it gives you a direction and you join like it's the same thing as every other cult ever you know what i'm saying i love that jared leto's in this movie like i It just makes it even – dude, like, actually has his own cult, I swear mm-hmm. to God. Like, he has his own retreats where you got to pay, like, $3,000 to have a fucking tent. 
you got shit in the woods and like all that like it's like i don't know just to hear him talk and like follow yeah. him and like and, and like there's a pri- i don't know it's really weird um but i i feel like feel like uh it makes sense cuz literally i think Brad Pitt is like we all want to be spectacular. We all want to be like good actors or something. Like as he's walking, like he's walking through the crowd, monologuing, and as he gets to Jared Leto, he's he like specifically says, "We all want to be something great." You know, we're trying, but we're not getting there. And yeah. like I thought, I thought that was was just spectacular. <laughs> um, wow, it's crazy that we will get to Morbius one day, and that like you still haven't seen it. And that's nope. unbelievable. I was thinking I might not even it. watch it when that episode comes around. I might just raw dog that podcast. You're like, yeah, th- yeah, it sounds sounds shitty. All right, whatever. Uh, yeah, just like, yeah, no, I mean, like, dude, when he becomes a vampire, I mean, like, oh, man, that seems so, like I could just watch the trailer and basically talk yeah. about the movie. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like my favorite was, scenes and shots are picked out of that man, and stuff. And, I don't know. Maybe I am going a little bit crazy because I had the thought to be like, man, it is kind of spooky season. Do I watch Morbius? You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do I? Is it time? Like, you know, like. I don't think I'm it's going, ever the right time. I know I'm going to hate it, but I will. I will. It will be a different experience. You it love will, hate watching stuff. Like, it's just, a, it's yeah. just a fun time, man. And no, like, but uh, yeah, yeah, Jared Leto's not getting any of the uh, getting any of the nods for me. I do yeah. have a, I do have a great shot that I really, really enjoyed, and it's uh the fight club's starting to get rolling and stuff and they uh they pull Ooh. up to the bar they hop out the car and walk through the door and you the camera follows them walking into the door and then they look at the bartender and the camera pans to the bartender and the bartender's yeah. like everybody's got to go home and it's just a wonder where they followed them into the bar it shows the bar clearing Ooh. out and i just fucking loved it it was just uh clean i did not very very clean it is a wonder isn't it man yeah. I guess they could have some hidden cuts in there, but um it's not a very long one or like it's uh it, it's and I'm just pretty saying, simply like, choreographed. Up, like it's nothing it, that's like hell it was like th- were they walking or was it very I guess they got some like shit where you could dollies and shit, that. you know, like that's uh it, it's tracks and like the wheeling that whole shit, you know, could it could it was it like tight an area? Like they went down some steps and shit, right? They did uh, not during that one or um okay. Yeah, like it's uh during the one or it's just them walking in and then them basically showing everybody clearing out. Like it's very simple and it's probably only about twenty seconds yeah, yeah. if that. Um yeah, but yeah. it's super satisfying and uh were, I yeah, I were, really enjoyed it. There were a few really cool shots. I remember one I mean it was I don't even remember the moment because I think I mean it was I think it was earlier on. Um but it was Ed Norton just walking out of a building and the camera was super low. Um, and it pan, like, it just pans upward, um, to show, like, his face, and then, like, I think it was Marla, like, she was, maybe it was after the, the, the breast lump, uh, and when he's walking out after Mm -hmm. that, I think, it's like, it's like, uh, it's for no reason, but, like, the camera is literally, like, on the ground, like, pointed straight up, and you see, like, Ed Norton, and then Marla come out of the window from like over top. And it was gotcha. Just, it was really no, cool. that's satisfying. Um, There's a couple great scenes with Marla, man. I love whenever she'd, uh, you know, she calls Tyler when she's, you know, taking a bit too much 
mm. taking a bit too many pills and she's like this isn't like a committing suicide thing i think this is one of those more cry a cry for help things um yeah, you're so nonchalant about it um i guess well and then that's when he you know th- is that when he sets the phone up yeah, because that's before they have sex. He like sets the phone on the hook, and Tyler comes around the corner and is like, "Oh, you know, like let's see what this is about." Yeah. Um, and then he gets to her apartment before the end of the phone call, you know, because she's still counting down like ten, nine, eight, seven, and then three, two, doo, doo, doo. hold on a second, and she goes and answers the door, and she's like, "Wow, you got here fast," you know that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It also implies that because the cops come. She says, shit, somebody called the cops. Pretty sure that had to have been Ed Norton. Who the fuck else would have known she was trying to kill herself? Um, hmm. Yeah. Because I was also thinking that, like, that countdown, that's just what she's thinking. I mean, she's like, she took a whole bottle of Xanax, you know? Like, she's slow. She's going to be slow as shit. And maybe that countdown from 10 was actually like 30 minutes. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I guess the idea there is that Ed Norton puts the phone down and it's just in Tyler Durden mode, you know, from that point on. Yeah. Um, And he, he just, he doesn't even really talk to her for that long. He's just like, ah. I know what I gotta do. He and knows it's not where he goes. Like, yeah. What a weird thought process that is. Uh, oh, this is an actual, like, real suicide attempt. I'm gonna put down the phone, and now I, my, now I'm gonna fuck you? Is like his, is that like his first thought? Or like, he's just like, Tyler's gotta deal with this. Like, I think, uh, you're dealing with Tyler, who actually, like, Tyler's the side of him that, had like if if Ed Norton's handling that conversation, he's just like, "Fuck, I'll call." The I'd cops. kill myself. I'd kill myself too. You know, like that's kind of, yeah. like, but but Tyler handling that conversation is kind of like, "Well, hold on a second. Let me let me come on over. Let's let's mm. do some shit. You know, let's let's live it up a little bit." Yes, um, got to keep her up all night long. I guess mm-hmm. you know, uh, but that's the first time they fuck. It, yeah, that's so. It's not like that's just. That's not one of her tricks to, like, get him there. I mean, that was, I think that was probably just for real. Is it because, hmm, I wonder, maybe, I mean, she uh, she was going to those support groups on her own. Uh, she was doing that as well. She She's a little messed up herself. Oh, for uh, sure. That's That's for sure. But, like, I wonder, I wonder if there was something, was there something immediate that made her uh, take all those annex? Like, was it that Ed Norton, like, actually wasn't showing up anymore? You know, like, she cheated, and, like, she realized that he wasn't even showing up anymore to, to his, and she was like, oh, wow. Like, I, no, no, I don't think there was an long. inciting event. I think this is just okay. a person who was thinking about killing themselves, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, I kind of get that implication from just her entire being, is that That's she's... true. Yeah. She doesn't really... I guess she, dude, she just doesn't give a fuck. I forgot about that. She just walks in traffic. She's hoping to, like, kind of die. Um, well, she's already, that's the reason Tyler gravitates to her so much, is because she's already to the point where he's trying to get at Norton. You know, like, uh, mm. she. he's like, you can't be afraid of death. We're all going to die one day. You got, you got to, yeah. 
that's what you gotta welcome that it's almost. not real as well um sometimes like whenever she's walking out in traffic and it's just i mean like it's just going all around her like and whenever he whenever ed norton's like telling her like hey whoa whoa stop like they're honking at him and stop like moving around him but like when she walks in the street it's just nothing you know like no one gives a fuck no one honks their horn it's just like and and then she shows up after he shoots himself in the head you know it's like it's like maybe he is actually dead there at the end maybe he actually doesn't live through that and that's just right. maybe his like his last thoughts as he's like bleeding out or something you know and then he would have his i mean cuz man you need a woman it, 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 in that in in his case he needs a woman that's as fucked up as he is you know um and i don't think that woman actually exists so i think like marla might marla might not be real i don't know but it is no, i mean uh He's i bringing her up at the uh, i think the the amount she has in common with tyler kind of you know it benefits that theory i could see i could see her being kind of the antithesis of everything he is and that's why he kind of hates her but tyler loves her and he, he he grows to hate tyler and you know like all all this stuff like it's just uh yeah she was the reason that he couldn't keep going to those uh like clubs or whatever. yeah support clubs. groups support groups yeah she was the reason that he couldn't go anymore so maybe that's like another kickstart for like tyler to be like he can't be comfort he needs to like not sleep anymore you know like you can't can't sleep and this is how he slept so he's like got to interrupt it somehow marla um now he can't sleep anymore you know okay um, yeah no I, I like the theory i like that theory i think that uh yeah nobody else ever interacts with him or with her yeah i don't um, think um I don't think so yeah i don't think so there's like barely a i don't even think there's a moment where tyler where brad pitt and marla are in the like no yeah they're never in the same room they literally never interact except for there's one moment it's when ed norton's outside the door when they're fucking and brad brad pitt comes to the door and he's like you want to finish her off oh yeah and then she goes who are you talking to so, so basic, so in real life, Tyler Durden gave him the opportunity to take back over. Um, oh, oh, well, because he was actually fucking her. Mm-hmm. So he just took a break and then opened the door and then imagine, had to imagine Tyler there. Had to imagine Ed Norton there, had to imagine himself there. Like, he just took a break. Maybe he just took a break, went to go down to get a glass of water. And then, I don't know, I'm trying to make too much sense of it, you know? No, and yeah, it is, this is not the It is the just the, the mind of an insane person. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, like, uh... So, yeah. I mean, like, on, on one hand, I want to feel bad, because it's like... I mean, there's a good chance he never even got up and went to the door. You know what I'm saying? Like, that could literally be a visual manifestation of the interaction in his mind where it's like you want to take yeah, over he's wearing wearing some dish gloves or something yeah, yep. it was wearing a dish glove i mean hey she was on the floor she like yeah 
gets up off the bed, gets up, leans over the bed, and is like, who are you talking to? You know, like, whoa. I mean, goddamn, Brad Pitt. Looking tip top. That's a, this, a sexy like, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, that makes man. sense. Like, he's like, I mean, it literally is like the everything that Ed Norton, not Ed, I feel, I feel really bad. Like, I feel like I'm throwing Ed Norton under the bus. Uh, saying that like it's everything Ed Norton wants to feel, you know, wants to be, but just the call character. him Jack. Yeah, in the movie, um, Jack. Oh yeah, what? Ooh, who does uh, who does Bob? What does Bob call him? Um, Cornelius. It's, it's something lit, like so. Yeah, it's, it's Cornelius. Is it? Yeah, Cornelius. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I'll stick with. Um, but you I'm know, like, I am Jack's. Gallbladder, oh, I am Jacks, yeah, yeah. you know. So I think it's I, I I like to think that he is Jack. Like that could be that could be a distinct possibility, you know. And he doesn't have any feelings in and of himself, you know. He's just I am Jack's feeling of overwhelming grief. I am Jack's whatever. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, man, this movie actually can just keep getting deeper somehow, which is kind of nuts. Now I'm gonna watch thinking if Marla's even real. Um. This and that's another thing is that like one way or the other it doesn't matter like no. uh, it's like if man. she's real it's the exact same as if she's not real yeah they huh yeah what wow yeah I'm gonna I don't know maybe there's what an interesting world. Like, yeah, I guess it's based on a novel. So that's like, it does come from something, you know. Someone was spitting. Um, wow. Yeah, this is, it's getting deeper and deeper. I can't, can't believe Because, I mean, at the end, when he does shoot himself, do you think he's actually alive? At the end, and he, he does make it through? I mean, because uh, I mean, I mean, I think it's important where the bullet exits his head. It I doesn't mean, go straight up and out. He's holding the back of his jaw. I know, but like the way he puts the gun in his mouth, it comes out the back of Brad Pitt's head. You know, yeah. Um, and 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 it could be that's his wake up moment. You know, like he's like, or like I'm done. Like this, this is. Him killing Brad Pitt for good, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing. So it, it had to show him at the back of his head, you know, like him actually dying, whatever. Yeah, like that's my thing is that I think that taking it too literally, because I mean, I guess that the way that I see the ending of this movie is just that he's he's got his mind back. He's 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 took control of his faculties again okay whether or not he's alive again i don't think it particularly matters i think that one way or the other like either he he took possession of himself long enough to kill himself Mm -hmm. instead of keep going keep doing this fucking charade thing they've got going on okay or he took control killed killed tyler and now we got this thing to deal with I've destroyed the earth, basically, or America. 
dude actually like took down America. Maybe the world. We don't know. We have no well, I guess we see the flight tickets. We do. Well, you see yeah, it's like he... Miami. It's all over America, I'm pretty sure. I don't uh, think he's going to other countries. Yeah, okay. Um, damn. I mean, wiping America off the map, though. I mean, that, that sparks... Wait, that sparks a world war, though. It's like, oh, America's gone? Let's go! You know, like... Um... <laughs> Sorry, I, I've got wood floor upstairs, and the dogs have the zoomies right now, so... It's their uh, fight club time. It's just, what time is it? <laughs> the whole time I'm fucking talking and I'm trying my hardest to concentrate, but man, it's hard. Um, it is, it's their fight club time. It is. Uh, it is. Dogs, dogs. They got, they got feelings too. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> they got to bark. They got to run. They got to do their thing, and I respect that. But man, you know, it is what it I, is. Um, yeah. I do, <laughs> however, have one more. Tyler Durden line, and I do mm. believe it is the one I'm going to go with, mostly because of the delivery of it. Um, and it's at the end in the parking garage um, after he's like fighting himself, <laughs> or like, yeah, oh, not the green one, you know, telling him like which wire not to pull out. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, well, maybe I was thinking about all the wrong ones because I knew you were thinking that I would, you know, he's like playing right. with him the whole time. Um, and then he gets out of the truck. You know, I guess he kicks himself out of the truck, um, but he shoots at the truck, you know, <laughs> yeah, and then and then Tyler or Brad Pitt just, whoa, like, you know, he's like slows it. You know, he's like, dude, uh, you are now firing a gun at your imaginary friend at over 400 pounds of nitroglycerin. Like he says, like, yeah. he just gets really fast at her at the end. Like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, come on, dude. That's um, I mean, that's the beginning of that finale and i fucking love that scene dude and that's a great uh, that was a great delivery there's a lot of stuff that ed norton does there that phys physical comedy wise is really really impressive um God, some yeah, of the stuff i'm not quite sure how it's possible <laughs> he um, had to be on wires for some of it or like, when he's like I getting mean, dragged yeah 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 like, like uh hilarious. not sure how that's possible or if it is but uh, regardless, it, it looked fucking awesome. Um, hey, he put on the performance in the boss, you know, whenever he, Oh, he's, he's easily like, my performance. Yeah. Um, Ooh, okay. Ed Norton's definitely my performance. I love Ed Norton. Uh, and the way that he, he plays this lifeless dork at the beginning of the movie. Hmm. And then it's sort of evolving whenever he is in that scene with his boss and he's beating the shit out of himself. Um, mm -hmm. and he's like, no. Sir, what are you doing? And he like, you know, he starts doing all this stuff. Yeah, He's like, yeah. no, please. And the guy's just fucking watching him. He's like, oh my god, you know, what's like, that uh, guy gonna do? what's that guy gonna do? No, not shit. Well, and that's what's crazy is that he's doing to this guy what Tyler Durden does to Lou later on in the movie. You know, like it's the. It's the same fucking shit, basically, but it's just a different, like, this is his tactic. If he wants to do what he wants to do, he goes fucking nuts. That's just what he does. And I think that's, yeah. uh. I think so it's just because normal humans are not equipped to deal with that. Like, no. our lives, like, maybe that used to be normal back in the day. Like, I mean, when people had to, like, fucking kill for their food, like, hunt, like, people were, like, he says, like, hunter gathers, I guess. He's like, that's who he, like, idolizes, you know, it's like. 
well, we don't need all these things, you know. But they, and they survival, I mean by the hunter-gatherer sense of the yeah. word. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, you know, that was, I don't know, 10, 12,000 years ago, uh, whenever we were that. You know, we're, we're a much different uh, people now, you know. Uh, we, we've, we have specifically done things to go the other direction from hunter-gatherer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all you're dealing with in this movie is a man who can't deal with the world as it is, so yeah. he conjures up a self that doesn't have to, and tries tries to make it, set it back a couple thousand years, I mean, ultimately. Fucking a hustler, you know? He hustler, found, he knows, he knows what he's good at. He can talk. He's a showman. Mm-hmm. Um, he... He can rally up some people, and uh, he found the right people to rally up, and probably took down the greater portion of the Earth. Um, His name is Robert Paulson, baby. And only one casualty. Literally, or I guess two. Right, one got shot. No. Because in that in that mission, one of them just died, and the other one was injured. Right? You like, yeah, I had a gunshot wound. Okay. Yeah, no, Robert Paulson Robert shot Paulson in the head, but was the only one who died. Okay. Yeah. So wow. Yep. I mean, pretty as far as you know, pretty spotless record. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty good. One sacrifice, and the other human sacrifices he said he was making was just to get people. Oh, that's kind of fucked up, though. Now that I think about it, all those IDs, all those people that he said to get your life in order, it doesn't fucking matter. Are you, are they are they going to still be a veterinarian whenever America is back to the Stone Age? You know, <laughs> get your life together. I I know I'm about to blow up the fucking country in about a couple weeks. You know, maybe that, six weeks. Maybe that like that's what it was. Like I'll come back and check on you in six weeks. That's like maybe his way of saying like that's yeah. when it's. That's that's how far away we are. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, mean, I like. <laughs> I'm left in a place with this movie where I think that I enjoy it very, very much. I think it's very well shot. I think it's very well acted. I think that the uh, the writing is pretty tight. Um, but uh, it, it's it's an interesting it, moral stance to take you know i think that the ending is like the shining glimmer of hope from ed norton taking control is just like that's why i like to think helena bonham carter's character is real that's why i like to think marla singer is actually there Mm -hmm. you know because my line the line i'm going with is the last one you know you've met me at a very strange time in my life um that's talk about the under the undersell of the century right there uh yeah this is quite the, uh, well, and not to mention that, uh, October 15th, 1999, we're looking at this dude who's trying to collapse the banks. We're looking at this man who's trying to set us back to the stone age. 2000 is in a couple months, baby. Do you know how many people were like Y2K, Fight Club, The Matrix, all this it's shit gone. is connected, you know, like, uh, oh my God, dude, if I was born 20 years earlier, I would have been thinking we were done for with all these movies coming out, dude. I'm mm. like, there's no way it's a coincidence. Yeah, right. Uh, my mind is no, too curious for that. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a more than anything for me. It's a fun movie to watch, especially, especially since I'm not vulnerable of mind 
and in principle. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel badly for those who might watch this and be like, wait a second. Does Tyler Durden have it figured out? You know, there are certain, like, and that's the thing is that he's, he, he's magnetic. You gravitate towards him. He has, he has points about certain things, but, uh, this is yeah. certainly not the man that you want you know, to be following. And, and he kind of, I love this just question, um, to ask people it like something that isn't illegal, but like honestly should be, or it's like, it's mainly just like unethical or just so weird that why are you even doing that in the first place? Right. And like, this is a pretty good one of going to emotional support groups. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, he was doing it to sleep, but like technically you can, you know, like, Oh yeah. No you can one, just go to any support group you want. No one's going to stop you. Um, and, like, and the shit he explains it as, he's like, the more that I didn't talk, the worse they thought it was. So the harder they cried and the harder oh, I got to cry. Like, and like oh. that actually kind of makes, you know, like, I feel like no, that tracks it prop. That's probably how it would roll in the room. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, you can do that. Um, I, I mean, I don't think beating yourself, you know, blackmailing your boss like he did. I don't think that works out in the real world a hundred percent, you know. Um, I don't know, but that's 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 pretty sick. That's I guess legal to beat your to beat yourself up to make it seem that someone else. No, that's fraud. Is that fraud or is that only with money? I don't know how the legal system works. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I'm I'm too in the I'm too into the semantics of this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, no, like uh, and it's a it's a fun movie to get into the nitty gritty of, but like uh, I yeah. think that you can't you. It's one of those movies that you can take deeper, and you can try and parse through the meaning of everything. Yeah. But I, comparatively to a lot of movies, I think it's pretty just on the fucking nose. I think it is presenting to you exactly what it wants to say. I think it's presenting exactly what it means and who's real and who's not. Um, I think that with a moment where it's like, Oh shit, Tyler was never actually there. If Marla wasn't there, we would have had that too. Um, like, I think that, uh, sequel. I don't think there is a sequel. Uh, I, uh, I literally, I think there, there's just, at that point, there's no nothing to film. Everything's gone. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just apocalypse. That's a, that's that's a whole different movie. That's yeah. just like apocalypse now. Um, yeah, right. Oh, I didn't Wait. mean. I didn't even mean for that. I, I just meant like it's. We're heading to Vietnam in the sequel, baby. Uh, <laughs> currently is what I meant. Not like okay. Uh, no, I get you. I get you. But, but uh, are we are we ready for a rating? You think, or is is there any last thoughts you have on the movie, or? I think we are. I think we covered them all. Yeah, we got shot. We got we got the line. Um, yeah, I said Lou. Lou getting the bit. Uh, my scene was between. Um, I, you had the ending, so I was just gonna throw uh, some love at something else. Mm. And it was either uh, Lou, the mob boss kind of guy, coming down, be like, "Oh, I own this place," and then Brad Pitt just going insane on his ass. Um, I liked liked that. Or. The first, uh, they walk out of the bar, and he's like, hey, hit me. I want you to hit me as hard as you can, you know, and mm. and just seeing them go back and forth and actually start to, do, like, just do that for the first time. It was was a, a very nice, I don't know which, I think, I'll pick the mob boss. 
Uh, I think that performance was was just so sick and over the top. Uh, right, blood in his mouth. You don't know where I've been. Oh my god, can you imagine? Holy shit! Like just getting blood spewed in your face over someone who's laughing as you punch them and sh- ah, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'll go, I'll go with that one. Um, makes me feel a little better given Brad Pitt the performance here. Um, I didn't think about Edward Norton as much. I was just kind of captivated by Brad Pitt, but narrating the whole time i mean he narrate like there's a lot of narration in this oh yeah like it's pretty much nothing but narration yeah uh so like i brad pitt like i was trying to open it up a bit mm-hmm. you know like uh i was i was attempting to go like i know brad pitt's awesome in this movie what else have i not noticed about it you know and uh so i I, I did end up realizing just how good ed norton is and i've come to appreciate ed norton so fucking much uh like in the uh, west group you know so it's like mm-hmm. he's cool yeah um, he's very uh, cool he's got this we got a big ed norton week we got a big ed norton week this That's week right. it's friday friday is also the incredible hulk for our comic book movie journey through film so ed norton popping up a couple times this Look week which i love up. i love how that works out every once in a while uh but yeah let's let's talk a rating for this movie how you how you feeling about it Ooh, it's a pretty it a pretty high enjoyment. Um, not at a 10 or anything like that, I don't think. Um, but let's see. I think, I mean, that's that's the thing you can say it like about this movie is that it is fun and it keeps you in. Whether you know the twist or not, you're still mm-hmm. like on it, the it edge. Captures, of it catches you. It. Yeah, it's like a, a, it's just a train wreck you can't look away from. Um, so, I mean, I think, I don't know, I'm up, like, I'm in the 9 range, I think for sure, uh, which Gangs in New York was a 9. Psh, come on, I think, I'm watching I'm watching Fight Club before that, what's another 9? Henry Sugar? Um, Tenant to 9.25. Fantastic Mixture Fox, a 9? Blasphemy! That's okay, though. Uh, I, yeah, we probably should have taken that a little higher. It's okay. I understand. Um, I think I don't know. I think I'm at like a nine two five, um, okay, or around there. I could get with that. I could get with that. I uh, See, personally, I think on? that. Uh, do we have nine two fives? I love. We do. Tenant, a tenant, and life aquatic. Okay. Um. Do I enjoy this as much as Tenant? Ooh. I'm like, for me personally, so when it came to the nine we gave Gangs of New York, I wasn't quite there. That was one I kind of conceded to you, mm-hmm. which that's because for me, this this is around an 875. Mm-hmm. I think that personally, an 875 for me a 925 for you a 9 might be the place to meet in the middle you know I, um, and i i'm even having i'm having second thoughts about this 925 after hearing tenant mm. is a is a 925 tenant i mean that sh- that makes me cry at the end there yeah like that's that's my thing is that this movie is fun as fuck um it's it, uh, it's undeniably fun uh but when we look at our 875s after hours um Casino. 
it's it's a fun it's a fun fucking watch. Does it get me there emotionally? Probably I, not. I think I'm comfortable with a. I enjoy this more than Casino. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think I could go nine. This is one of those ones where if we if we didn't do point two five intervals, we'd be yeah. splitting hairs. You know. Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah, so I'm I'm cool with I'm cool with a nine because like frankly more than gangs in New York less than tenant mm-hmm. you know yeah, I, we'd be like nine one that's the strength of this movie you know it is it yeah. is very well made very well performed but like I I don't know it's 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 uh like putting this on the same level as you know Killers of the Flower Moon or The Irishman isn't even in the question. No, I mean, like, it's a, it's a well shot movie. There's, there's no doubt about that. And it's extremely well performed. Um, but like, we did all that discussion about it and stuff. And I think it's much more shallow than people give it credit for. I think people tend to inflate. Oh, yeah. I'm just diving deep into the stupidest details there is. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, we're on a podcast. It's the place to do that, you know, but, uh, there, there, there are things about this movie and people who like this, like, again, the people who like this movie shouldn't affect the way I like it, but it's kind of like the MCU where if you, if you were certain that that's, those are the greatest movies of all time, I'm going to think you're a little fucking dumb. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this yeah, is, this is one of them. Like it's, uh, and not to say that this is like MCU type movie. No, I mean, like if this is your, if this is your holy grail of movies, I think you're a little dumb, you know? Ooh, that's a perfect tier. There's like an MCU tier where like that, it's just that kind of a movie. There's like mm-hmm. this middle ground where like Fight Club kind of stands. And then there's like, yeah. I guess cinema or whatever you want to, I don't know, whatever. You no, want yeah. To. I mean, like there, there are levels to it. Like it's just, uh, it's it, like it, good level. It is still above. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. This is a good fucking movie. I don't want to. I don't want to be like. I know I'm coming away from this sounding like I'm a little bit of a hater on Fight Club, and I'm, I'm absolutely not. Uh, but like when we're comparing it critically to some of these movies that we've done in the past, Gangs in New York, nine, no fucking way. No. Um. Yeah, I can't say that. So we're already at eight seven five. Do we have any eight seven? That's Shutter Island. Oh, maybe. Maybe Shutter Island. That it's also what we gave after hours. Um We gave Barbie an eight five. Um French dispatch an eight five. Eight five is uh it's not a bad one there. I don't mind eight five. Got Royal Tenenbaums and Life Aquatic at eight two five. I don't mind eight five. I don't mind eight five either. I think that feels pretty good. Um eight Six seven that would tie it with Shutter Island. I think I kind of like that. That's kind yeah, of the a twist. That's a pretty close compare. Yeah, a twist movie. Uh huh. That I think is is just a little bit more fun. I think yeah, I I enjoy it more, but it's not quite as good. That's perfect, and that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, eight five for enjoyment on Shutter Island, but a nine here. Uh, we do enjoy it better, but critically, it's an eight seven five on Shutter Island, and only an eight five here. And I think. That's that. I think that is probably the closest comparison I could make out of oh, yeah. the movies we've covered. And I, I will say, like, like the enjoyment is higher. I, I would absolutely rewatch this sooner than Shutter Island. You know, um, wow! It also ties the Prestige. Um, wow! Exactly. And the Prestige we didn't enjoy, but we said was a better made movie. Um, <laughs> there you go. The Prestige was at an eight enjoyment, but at a nine critically. 
There, um, there was something about the production design and the performances oh, in that movie that were just fucking Hugh ridiculous. Hugh Jackman so, and Christian Bale. That's um, actually fucking crazy that the Prestige, Shutter Island, and Fight Club all ended up at the same. I they, really feel like they're all the same category of movies. Like I don't know, like I feel like that's actually how I like that's a good tier of movies right there. Um, like equal, like on equal footing. I don't think I could put any. And it's completely unintentional. How the fuck yeah, does that happen? They're all different. Not one of the ratings are the same um, on any of them. They're all different variants of eight to five or nine, whatever. Um, That's fucking nuts. All right. Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, no, 100%. I would, I would sooner watch Shutter Island than Prestige. I would sooner watch Fight Club than Shutter Island. But I would say the inverse is true for the quality. I would say the prestige is better than Shutter Island, which is better than Fight Club, which is yes. fucking crazy. Wow. Um, maybe maybe we do got something going on here. You know, maybe we are getting better at this because that actually makes sense there. No, yeah, I think I also think that the point two five intervals give us a little bit more of a you know it gives us more structure, it gives mm-hmm. us a place to just really we have we to choose something. Yeah. You know, if we were off the hip. Still doing the four. These would be a fucking yeah. mess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we gave seven, uh, like a a a five seven seven or a four seven seven out of five, you know, or some shit. That's another David Fincher one. You know, that's yeah. another David Fincher Brad Pitt collaboration there. Um, Halloweeny. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's a minute addition, uh, maybe. Um. Anyway. But yeah, an eighty-seven percent on the old Penny Bloom meter there, uh, eight point eight on IMDb. Um, so right there for us. And let's see what the Rotten Tomato score is for this bad boy. The phone's gonna take its sweet fucking time, as it is wont to do. Let's see if I can get her seventy-nine percent critically but the audience fucking loves it at a 96 i believe that and that kind of tracks with what we've got going on here so mm-hmm. um yeah man another goodie in the books another director spotlight started and we keep the ball rolling next week with the social network and anticipation of the killer that'll be a first watch for me which will be our, my first first watch uh, Gangs in New York was the first watch for me, so it'll be a. I think me as well. I th- there's only one scene that I do remember, yeah. if it even is in this movie. Um, I guess kind of too. I remember like Andrew Garfield throwing down a MacBook and getting pissed. Yeah, I've just yeah. seen that clip a lot. But the scene I do remember, if it is in this movie, is like a hacking montage. It's like this hacking competition in this mm. dark room, and it's like to recruit someone. I think. All it right. could be a completely different movie, um, but hey. if it shows up, I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the thing I remember from – but no, it's it's definitely a first watch for me pretty much, uh, fully, that's for sure. Man, so, yeah, I'm fucking ready then. We've got a, we got three or two goodies in anticipation of what I'm hearing is a goodie and the killer. A bunch of the you know critics that I trust mm-hmm. are like, oh, this movie fucks. Um, which is a good sign. I'm hearing that it's a mix of like Gone Girl and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is hilarious because that just means we picked like the two completely wrong movies in Fincher's filmography to do. Um, <laughs> whoopsie, whoopsie. I do love Gone Girl though. Still my favorite Fincher. Um, okay. Never seen Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, but I'll have to check it out. Um, but yeah, 
Social Network next week. Uh, Incredible Hulk this Friday. Continue that Ed Norton train there. Um, we also got Winter is Blooming going on Mondays. And it's a, it's a whole lot of fun. November, finally the month where we're going to get to that, get to that year long goal. And I'm so very happy about that. Mm-hmm. So thank you everybody who's, t- uh, who's tuning in and downloading. And remember, keep downloading. Remember to leave five star rates and reviews wherever you might be listening. Remember to stand in solidarity with SAG after as they continue their struggle against uh, the studios. Doesn't seem like it's going to get any better anytime soon. The studios are using mm-hmm. some pretty, uh, uh, blatant scare tactics. Um, as of late, as of the date of recording, which is about a week in advance yeah. of when this is coming out, um, it always seems like it's bad news when we talk about the strike. Every time we bring it up, um, could throw in some good news. It's completely unrelated, but a uh, UAW strike uh, just was successful. Um, and my my father is getting a twenty five percent raise. Um, okay. Out of this, amongst some other retirement benefits, which is very good for him because he's retiring in like two years. Um, love that. I love so, that. Yeah, a strike that was successful, and that is now moving on to GM and all the other major car companies. So there's oh, still hope, yeah. you know. It, it, that that gave me a little like refresher with the the SAG after strike. Oh know? man, like, yeah. There's the, still the, hope for this, you know. Unions, you know, they they they're typically in the fucking right, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And if they if they feel they're being maltreated, mm-hmm. it needs to be it needs to be corrected. And the actors de- deserve everything they're asking for. But uh, yeah, remember to follow on Instagram and Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod or on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, remember to leave a five star rate and review where you mi- wherever you might be listening and to download episodes. Uh, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And you've met me at a very strange time in my life.